Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's time to play! Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. And back from Europe, my friend, Adam Ronis. Welcome back. Yes, it's good to be back. Well... Could've. Is it really? Is it really good to no, be back? No, it would have been nice to get another week there. So tell tell me, you went to Barcelona. I saw you were at Camp New. Was that cool? Yeah, I didn't do the tour. I mean, to go inside and everything, just because I'm not really that big of a soccer fan. And what's what's the big deal to see a stadium inside? And you know, they they charge you different prices for all these tours. So that was really not on my priority list. But did a bus tour where it stops there. Actually, it doesn't. But for some reason, it did stop there for a second. I think because the driver had to take a piss or he wanted to smoke. So they're like, yeah, let's just do it at Camp New here. Yeah. He's like, so we'll be back. We'll 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 be back in five minutes. And the way the bus tours work is when you buy the day pass, you can hop on any of the buses. So like you can get off at a spot. And even if that bus leaves, there's buses they say that's that good come every five minutes yeah that's good yeah so at that point i said all right i had to go to the bathroom anyway took a couple pictures there obviously it's a historic stadium and they're a famous team so i said all right you know i'll take a couple of pictures here but i didn't go inside to do the tour how was barcelona as a city i mean did you see where they had the, the summer olympics and things like that yeah you passed by it uh that was, was part of the tour and it showed like where all the flags were and where the some of the events took place. So it, it's a cool city, man. It's a, you know, I walked quite a bit all around. Uh, they had the beach there. Uh, the beach wasn't too far from me. A lot of good places to eat. Uh, a, lot a, lot of, tapa, a lot of tapas. A lot of tapas. A lot of tapas, yeah. So I did that, like, the first day. Although, I mean, it's cool, but... It's kind of a, it adds up, man. It's kind of expensive. I'd rather buy a it meal. It is. Right? Yeah, I know. Like you buy three dishes and you're like, I'm still hungry, right? Exactly. I'm like, you know, like, okay, so this is the warm up and now we're going to go eat dinner. Like, wait, I just dropped like a good amount of money here. Like, really? This is right. what I'm like, come on, man. You're like, fantasy sports doesn't pay enough, right? Exactly, yeah, right. man. You know, I didn't win that 250K. And even then, it's like, but, no, yeah. tapas is good because it's tasty, but, yeah, they get you. It's like $9 a plate, and then you need five plates. And by the time – then you're like – the truth is you never really fall. Well, and what they do apparently is they add up your toothpicks. I'm like, all right, so what yeah. if I take a couple and put them in my pocket? <laughs> They're like, do you really want to do that here? And before I get you, I'm like, well, where are the cameras at? Runners in jail. Runners in yeah. jail in Barcelona. <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. But if that's the way they got to do it, I could just well, they toss used to do the that toothpick in, to the side. In New York, what they do, like when you go for dumplings for a dim sum, is they, they, t- they count the number of plates you have. It's the same concept, plates or toothpicks. Right. So if you steal a couple of plates down in downtown Chinatown, Ronis, you can get away cheap. There you go. Like, I didn't even eat. They're like, we served you four times. Where are the dishes? <laughs> Where are the toothpicks? I don't see any. So how was Ibiza? Uh, Ibiza was real nice. Uh, stayed right along the beach and went to Old Town. 
and walked that in the heat, which was crazy, and went all the way up to the top. I just how hot some, was it? It was that day. It was hot, actually. Uh, there, see, it, it was only like eighty degrees, but the sun oh. is beaming. You know, right. it's a different eighty. You know how it is. Eighty. It's is a European eighty, in, right? Right. Yeah, in different places. So, but that day it was blazing and walked probably about two miles to get there, and then went all the way up top to this. Uh, church and you get a, a stunning view, which I put some video and pictures on my Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, you were sending pictures out the whole time. I felt like I was there with you. Yeah, I just, you know, I mean, you know, people overdo it with their lunch and stuff that we don't care about. But, you know, I do think, you know, there's a lot of people that haven't been there or been to Europe. It was my first time. I had never been to Europe. So really, did you have a passport yeah. before this? Yeah, I had a pass. I've been to Dominican Republic, good timing. I went years ago when uh, yeah. not all the crap that's going on there now. I'm never going go there back. now, us. Yeah. Go oh my goodness, you probably go, go there for free. I mean, you could go book a trip right now to DR. It's probably free. They'll probably pay you to go. Exactly. But yeah, no, I did. This is my second passport. I went to DR, Bahamas, uh, Bermuda. Okay, so, so this is the first time you've been going traveling to Europe, and the whole time change like that, and. Was yeah, it now, for your that, body was to get rough. Used to that was rough only because so I left on a Wednesday night and I really couldn't sleep on the flight oh. and then got there about 2 p.m. there. So time. the next day you're a wreck, right? Well, and the worst part was that night was game six of the NBA finals. And at that over there, it was 3 a.m. So I oh. said, I have to watch it. And I, you know, I don't want to miss it. What if Toronto wins? Uh, it's, I don't want to miss it. So I said, all right, uh, maybe I'll take a nap and then wake up. But I knew that would have worked. I want them staying up the whole time and not going oh. to bed till 630 a.m. Oh, that's crazy. It kinda, yeah, it kind of ruined a, a couple of days there where I was kind of waking up a little late. But uh, I didn't want to miss uh, the NBA finals. And was, your, obviously, was, your, was, your, was your girlfriend upset at that one or she just no, went out? She, and she encouraged me to stay up. She's like, don't miss this. She did the same with, if you remember in the World Series, the Dodgers Astros, remember that game that went like seventeen yeah. innings or whatever, and I was kind of falling asleep. She's like, "No, nah, you can't fall asleep. This is history. You got to stay up." And you are I a did. diehard, Ronus. You are a diehard. I absolutely would have fallen, would have gone to sleep, and not nah, watched. I'm, I'm a huge NBA fan. I know I could have, you know, watched highlights, but I'm a huge NBA fan, and like I was really interested to see if Golden State could push it to seven and. Obviously, it was a really good game, and then unfortunately, the Clay Thompson injury occurred. Oh, so, awful, so that obviously, awful, yeah. you know, kept me awake anyway. Uh, yeah, once he went down, I knew that they were done. Uh, I thought Golden State going in was going to win that game, and I think if Clay did finish, they would have. And then they could have had made, a good shot. Yeah, it would have made Game Seven very interesting. I still think Toronto would have won, but uh, so let's get was, let's get back to Abisa for a second. I stayed up. Yeah, was Abisa as crazy as everybody says it is, like the partying and the clubs and all that stuff? Yeah, the club, certainly. I went to two clubs. The first one wasn't as packed as I thought, and they played techno music all night, and I cannot stand techno music. Oof, I, I needed that. to get out of there. It's like the same beat over That's very Euro-trashy. That's very Euro-trashy. It's terrible, man. Yeah. I'm just not a fan at all. And then the second one I went to was uh, more hip-hop reggae night, which I liked. So the music was great, and they had a reggae tone artist, Jay Balvin, there. So it was packed, and then especially... As the night went on, everyone's pushing closer to the stage, and I just don't like that anymore, man. It's just too packed, and uh, I, I didn't care. Went all the way to the back, kind of walked into a VIP section where they didn't even say anything. It kind of just chilled back away from the crowd, and uh, yeah, it was 
pretty hectic, man. They make a ton of money off the clubs there. It's insane. And there's a lot of clubs. I mean, there's advertisements all over the place. And was Well, yeah, you're to going to Ibiza because you want the clubbing, right? I mean, right. you know I mean, what's for there. For most people, yeah. I mean, yeah. like, I'm not really big into that scene anymore. I'm kind of past that. So, Were you ever a club guy in New York? Yeah, uh, here okay. and there, yeah. But okay. now it's just like, I don't know, it's not... I guess I'm getting older, <laughs> but, but you know, it's, you know, you're there. Just so give me a wanna... nice Chianti and a nice dinner and I'm good. Right. <laughs> so you're there, you kind of want to experience it. So I did two nights of it and, you know, did some tours and, uh, you know, definitely it's a, it's a fun town and, uh, some good restaurants and stuff. Uh, went to STK steakhouse, which they have in New York here too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was it good? It was good. Yeah. Very good. Do they have? I guess is it very commercial at Ibiza more so than Barcelona because all the all the tourists. It's got to be a tourist trap, right? Oh, it's definitely a, a big tourist. I mean, I guess that's where they get a lot of their money from. So, right. uh, but yeah, you know, it's not a it's a small island. I didn't go to the other side. We almost did, but wound up not doing it. But uh, do you speak someone, Spanish at all? A little bit. I mean, they okay. they speak enough English that you can communicate, and I know enough Spanish to be able to. Get the point across, or get to, get into jail, to get thrown into jail. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was a good time. Uh, I was glad to go, and you know, I, I want you know, someone asked me, "Would you go again?" And I go, yeah. "No." I go, "No," only because there's so many places to see. Why yeah. am I? You know, there, there's so many places in Europe and even Caribbean islands that I still want to go to, and even places. No, that's, in the US. that's a good answer. That's a good answer. I, I've seen it. I enjoyed it, but now I want to go somewhere else. That's a great answer. Right. It's I true. love that I mean, answer. Yeah. I mean, think of, and I'm sure you know this. Think about how many people we know that don't even travel at all. Uh, well, it's funny. My daughter is going. I think you know this. She's going to England for the, for a month, right in July. None of her friends are traveling. None of them. They're all going nowhere or jobs or something like that. I'm like, we believe in travel. I mean, I want her to see the world. I mean, it's. I think it's important for kids. I just get out of my house in the summer. So I, I think <laughs> that's my rule. Get out of my house. Yeah. So I think. I see. <laughs> That's why I don't know about this having a kid thing. But anyway, uh, that's a different topic. But no, for real, it's true. Like, I didn't, honestly, I didn't get on a plane until I was like 22. Really? Just, yeah. I My mom, remember, my mom was a single mom with three right, kids. Right, right. Lost died, my right, father. Right, yeah, right. so she, you know. That's hard. Yeah, I, okay, I could see that. I could see that. So, I mean, you know, it's unfortunate, but like, I really didn't do the travel thing. And then I tried to do at least one vacation every year, and then it kind of stopped. I don't know, a few years ago. I mean, because the first year I was with um, full-time, I didn't even go on vacation. And, I remember you know, you that. You worked year-round. I know. Yeah, you it's have important. to, man. You have to. I mean, you know, fantasy takes up so much time every day, especially when you play three sports and you do DFS. and You, you need, need to, to separate, to though. Away. You need to separate. You do. You need to separate. So I mean, would I was you... still keeping on top of everything there. And, you know, whenever was I Was that harder to do? Was that harder to do? Yeah, especially with the time. I mean... You know, it's like six hours ahead. So, like the Mets, if they're playing at seven, it starts there at three a.m. So it's like, all right, I'll, I'll catch up on the next day when I wake up, see what happened the night before. So yeah, it was more difficult and and doing fab and everything. And uh, do you have the I travel only, bug? Do you have the travel bug in you now? Like you want to do something every year now? Back again? Well, I've always wanted to. I mean, last year I did the cruise. Two years ago, I did nothing, but there was a period where I think when I started to, I think one year was DR, the next year was Jamaica, the next year was Bahamas, New Orleans, went to Colorado to visit my sister. So 
Yeah, I would like to. I mean, obviously, we go to Vegas every year, and that's coming up. Right. Uh, then I think I'm doing a cruise in August, but I don't know. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> no, the fantasy I have to find out about that. It's like uh, we're almost You here. may not be, like, yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard anything, so – I don't know. Well, you should, that, you, should, you should check out go, Italy. should be uh, right, right there on your next trip if you go to Europe. That was awesome. actually part of the plan uh, initially. I think it was going to be Italy or Greece. and then uh, Greece is a little crazy economically, so you may want to avoid that one just for now. But Italy is the bomb.com. Why? It's What's awesome. wrong with Greece now? I'm just saying there's a little, little economic unrest there. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, I don't know. I know people who have gone and yeah, the Greek people are lovely. I mean, they uh, they're like my top five of just gracious, nice people. You've the been food there? is really good. Uh, no, no, my parents' best friends are from there, so you know, I feel like I, I, you know I'm very in tune with you know the Greek culture and stuff like that. But I would go there. I just like I said, it's economically it's a little train wrecky right now. So I don't I don't want I don't want to be in America, an American in a country that's suffering economically. Yeah, in Italy, I guess it's kind of depending on where to go. I know there's a lot yeah. of different parts. Italy's awesome. Yeah. Italy's awesome. And the UK, have you been to London? No. That's a great trip. It's expensive, yeah, but it's a great trip. A place that I heard is underrated that no one talks about is Croatia. And a couple people yes. told me that. Yes. I was, you know, it's funny. I know you probably don't watch it to show The Amazing Race. They were in no. split Croatia. And I was like, oh, my God, that's really nice. I totally – it's really – it's on a short list of places I want to go. And it's right by the Adriatic, and it's very similar to – you know, it's right by Italy. It's great. That's a, that's a good call. And I it's cheaper. It's very – yeah, very affordable too. And, yeah, yeah, you never hear people talk about because someone said to me, what about Croatia? I'm like, what? That's not even on my list because I didn't know anything about it. And then a no, it's a lot of beach. It's very nice. The food is good. The people are nice. Yeah, that's, that's on a short list for me. I've been to um, – if you've ever been to Denmark or North Sweden or any of those places, that's really nice, too. The English, okay, they speak so you, better English so than you do. So you've been to quite a few places then? Yeah, I've been to quite a few places, yeah. I think it is pretty important. There's some people that just don't like to travel at all, which I, I was surprised about. Did I ever tell you? I don't know if I maybe I told you this. My mother wouldn't give me a dollar to go to, like, Key West, Florida. But if I said I wanted to go to, like, Europe, she'd pay for the trip because she thought it was important. To like see other things and meet other culture, you know, other cultures and stuff like that. So they they always blessed anything I did like that. Yeah, no, I think I mean, look, it's different for everyone. So people don't care. They don't. They're not into the history. They're not into seeing different things. But it is nice to get away for a bit and see different cultures. So I'm definitely interested in it. Like that would be. We always talk about, oh, what if we won the lotto? What we would do? I would travel a lot. I really would. I mean, because oh, yeah. it's it's. I mean, first of all, if you have a typical job and right here in the US people don't get long term vacations i know they kind of when i was talking to someone over there like you, you got a week really that's it you know cuz they take longer vacations so you know you don't have that much of an opportunity if you go away once a year and that limits the amount of places you can see so if i did win the lotto i'd do a ton of traveling that would be well, one of my goals and America is very expensive to travel. Hawaii is a fortune. How about Disney World, dude? Going to Disney World for a week is a fortune. You know, I, it's, I've obviously never gone and don't have kids, but everyone says that, man. Oh, that dude, two chicken nuggets is like nine bucks, and I'm not playing. You think I'm playing. I'm not. It's, no, it's, a, rip you, off on a, it's a rip-off on a half, and trust me, we live in Florida, so I don't have to pay for the airfare. I mean, we drive there, but it's still a rip-off. Yeah, it, but, you know, it's always like supply and demand. It's like you go to the movies, you go to an athletic event. They know you're going to pay for food and drinks, and they can charge you. And the same thing. You have kids. You're going to tell your kid no every five minutes? No, but it's cheaper to take my family to Croatia for a week than it is to go to Disney World. 
That's crazy. I mean, you did the math, or you just uh... no? But I'm, I'm telling you, I bet you, I bet you, if I do the math, it's with it, it's pretty close. How because much Disney World, the hotel, the hotel is a fortune. The food is a fortune. Getting into Disney World is a fortune each day because you need the passes. It's a, it's crazy. That's pretty sad. I mean, I understand it's a business, and they know, but that's that's too much of exploitation for me, man. It's not right. So let's let's ask the most important question. How are you and your girlfriend doing? Did you guys make it through the week? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, All right. So there's a, you didn't kill each other. No. Uh, both, uh, as far as I know, she's still breathing. Okay. <laughs> she didn't want to kill you. <laughs> nah, she didn't. She actually said she, that she doesn't get sick of me, and it's very weird for her. Like, she kind of gets sick of people pretty easily. Wow. And she said That's she true love, Ronus. I'm not nauseous when I'm around you. That's true love. <laughs> exactly. Usually I'm sick of someone after a week. Uh, I can stand you. Yeah, exactly. You don't make me want to vomit. That that must mean something. So, well, I'm glad you had a great trip. Yeah, right, right in time for the uh, grind of fantasy football, which uh, pretty much has already started, and now it's only going to pick up over the next few weeks. That is true. All right. So we come back. I'll let you know what I did over the last week. You'll be uh, interested to hear this. We'll talk about what happened with Newsday. Your Newsday team is messing with the Mets, Ronis. And, of course, we're going to cover some fantasy football. You know when we're going to do this, Adam? When we return to full-time fantasy right after this. And the flames went higher. And it burns, burns, burns. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. All right, we're back with full-time fantasy. Dr. Rona here is Adam Ronas. So Ronas was in 
Europe. I didn't tell you what happened last week, Cronus. We haven't spoken since literally about a minute ago. Well, 20 minutes ago. I was in a four-car crash. Almost oh, died man. last week, dude. What happened? I was driving onto this ramp. So I missed last Friday's show because I was in this crash. So I was driving onto this ramp. So we're in the left lane, right, to get onto this ramp. So maybe we're about, I don't know, a quarter mile from the ramp. This car slows down and hits her brake, the first car. This Range Rover in front of me hits his brake. I'm in my Volvo. I hit my brake. And then the landscape truck behind me doesn't hit his brake. And I can see him out of my black mirror. I see him crash into me. So he plows into me, and I plow into the Range Rover, so I get the worst part of it. Luckily, luckily, I just got out of it with bruising and stuff like that. But it could have been a whole lot worse, dude. It's bad. Yeah, man. Well, at least you're okay, man. That is definitely scary. Scary, scary. I mean, seriously. It's like, you know when something happens, you ever feel like the blood coursing through your veins? Oh, that's, yeah. that's how it felt. It was really scary. And I'm like, dude, could, could you imagine if I was in like one of those tin can cars? You know, I'm not going to disparage. You were by yourself? No, I was with um, our babysitter. Luckily, my kids weren't in the back, thank God, and my wife wasn't there. But it was crazy, A doc dude. is messing around with the babysitter. Exactly. Oh. The, the, French, the French nanny. This but I'm telling you. you got to be careful, dude. <laughs> but it was crazy. Dude, crazy. Crazy. I, just, I was just lucky I was alive. Any damage to the car? Oh, my God. Yeah, they're trying to determine whether the car's totaled or not. But in Florida, there's got to be like 75% of your car has to be totaled for it to be like get, gotten, you know, damaged to be totaled. So we're, we're, we're waiting another day or two to No one out. else was hurt at all either? The guy in the landscape truck, the driver, he said his brakes didn't work. And the guy who was in the passenger seat hurt his leg. So he may be in, he, he probably is going to be, you know, a little disability action for him. But the two other cars in front of me, no, I, I was the most shaken up. And the guy goes, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. I'm like, oh, of course you didn't mean it. What am I going to say? Yeah. Luckily, though, he, he owned up to it. He admitted it. He admitted he was guilty. He said it was his fault. You know, a lot of people, like, get stupid when the cops come. Right. Right? He didn't. He totally owned up to it. So I give him all the credit in the world. And luckily, he had good insurance. Okay. He so... had State Farm, which is good. God forbid he had, you know, some, some insurance company you've never heard of. You'll forget about that, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's always a risk driving, man. I say it all the time. It's, uh, you know, it's not even you could be the best driver and be aware of everything. And it just takes someone else being reckless on the road and it can really hurt you. So it's always a risk going on the road, man. Uh, I know this sounds crazy, but I, I almost would rather if I was at fault, because at least I could blame myself here. There's nothing I did wrong. Nothing except he, his brake didn't work and he was flying behind me and he didn't stop. But the worst part was seeing it like I could see it was going to happen. Right, and there's no way for you to, to get yeah, out of the way. No way to get out of the way. You just know it's coming, dude. Luckily, the airbag didn't go off. Yeah, that is definitely scary. Yeah, right? So that was my uh, week, Ronus. And then the wife, had a, Mrs. Roto, had her birthday. We had a birthday party for her. And, my, and little Roto is now in camp. So one kid gone, one kid still here. <laughs> How long is he in camp? And it's sleepaway He's in camp? camp? For a, a sleepaway camp for a month. Oh, you you enjoy that, right? A little break. Well, I, I both we enjoy the break, but I enjoy that he's having fun and playing sports all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm, right. I want him to yeah. be happy. Oh, dude, you know what he does in my house? He plays Fortnite. Sounds like a typical kid these days. Yeah, right? he literally just plays Fortnite. He's on this headset talking to his friends playing Fortnite. I'm like, get out of my house and do something. 
So. Totally different from when we were kids, man. We'd be outside all day playing <laughs> wiffle ball, I know, football, right? handball, whatever it is, ca- even causing uh, havoc in the streets, uh, whatever. But Dude, I used to look outside. out my window and watch when the kids were downstairs playing baseball, and I would run downstairs with my glove the second I saw them out there. I would play roller hockey, basketball, football, wiffle ball, whatever it is, or just hang out in the streets and, you know, Caused trouble, which did probably, I, unfortunately, <laughs> didn't get into too much trouble. But I look back, I'm like, what was I doing? Did some crazy stuff that uh, actually could have wound up a lot worse than it was. But we were in, we were outside. Right, you're do, outside. We did, I did play a lot of video games when I was young. I, honestly, I really stopped playing video games, like, Last right week. at the beginning of college. No, I mean, I am, like, completely out the video game scene, which is pretty bad. I used what to did you play? Were you, like, I loved PlayStation? Madden. I mean, Madden. mostly okay. sports, yeah. PlayStation, okay. Nintendo, Super Nintendo. I had Intellivision, Ronas. So that's how old I am, dude. I had Atari. Okay, all right. People, imagine kids see Atari. Well, basically, <laughs> we had it. We had it. We bought Atari. It was like five, ten dollars or something like that. My kids are like, "You got to be serious." You yeah, this? I know. They look at it like really <laughs> with the graphics they have now and the images that oh, look like terrible. real life. But yeah, but, I was into video games a ton, man, and just like right at the beginning. Well, of that's where my kids have all his friends. My kid has all of his friends because they all play the stupid game. Oh, no, I see it. I see my friend's kid upstairs. He's always on it with the headset. They're communicating. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's what kids do now, and it's a different world between, you know, the lack of communication, everything with text and email. No one talks to each other, uh, and that's why, that's why it's interesting with dating. Everyone's just on an app, swiping right. left, swiping right. Well, it's funny. My son is not allowed a phone. He calls us one time over, this whole, over the whole 30 days for, like, 15 minutes. And we can see pictures of him, maybe like there's they, they take That's pictures. That's their rules. Yeah. Oh wow. It's good. I don't want him on the phone. Yeah. I want him enjoying it, right? I'm paying for him to like play sports. Oh, do you know who the head of basketball? Is? You may not know the same. The head of basketball at his camp is Kenny Battle. Remember that name? Sounds familiar. He played at Illinois and he played in the pros for like a couple of years. He's like the head basketball guy. So, you know, my son, my son's, you know, he, he's a good shooter. Can't do anything else. The only thing he do is shoot. Okay, so he's a spot-up shooter. That's it. I've taught him. I, so before he left, I was like, look, imagine I'm the point guard. Your job is to move with the ball. Like, be Clay Thompson. So if the guy's driving, just be away so you can get kicked out and you can get the ball and shoot because they're not going to pass you the ball down low. You're 5'2". Right. Wait, you know, 90 pounds. He's not getting down low. So hopefully it works out. Well, just like in life, you have to kind of know your role and whatever <laughs> exactly. you're good at, just excel at it, be dominant. You know? Exactly. And I said to him, don't miss. When you get the shot, you're only going to get like two chances a game. If you make it, you'll get more chances. If you miss, you'll get nothing. Yeah, you know, it's different in the fantasy sports world. There's a lot of people who claim they're really good and they don't win anything. They get away with it. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about a little sports here. Dude, your Newsday, what's going on with Newsday and the New York Mets? Mickey Calloway, did, did you, like, know these people? Do you know uh, Tim Healy? No, because he just came onto the beat maybe this year, I think. Uh, he used to cover the Marlins, I believe. For one of the Florida papers, uh, the guy used to cover the Mets, Mark Carrig, went over to the Athletic. So uh, he's new on the Mets beat. But, look, I'm not surprised with the Mets. It's always something else off the field. There's always a lot of distractions. And, you know, you're hearing different reports. uh, You know, the reporters, I think, are all going to defend him. And apparently Healy just said, see you tomorrow. And, you know, didn't mean anything by it. Whereas I think Callaway was just in a bad mood. They lost a, a tough game. He was being questioned about the usage of Lugo and why he didn't go to Edwin Diaz for five outs when Diaz has been really not used much over the last week, week and a half. 
I was, was watching the game. Lugo did not have it. I mean, you could see he was fine for the seventh. He went out there in the eighth, and I was like, oh, I knew it. Once the Grom left the game, I'm like, they're not winning this game. I know it. Doesn't so, Mickey Calloway know that he's gone? I mean, Van Der Ragen is going to put in his own guy, isn't he? Well, isn't that obvious? Probably, but it hasn't happened yet, and it's not going to happen today. Callaway speaking with the media at four. Callaway and Healy are going to sit down with Mitt's ownership today and talk it out. Uh, you know, Vargas obviously was involved in this and went to charge at Healy. It was allegedly held back by Syndergaard and Gomez. So it's just a mess. Here's the thing. When you're managing in New York, you got to have thick skin, man. You can't be offended by this. You know, you're going to be asked the same question. People are going to dance around it. They want answers. You have to know that. Even when you're frustrated after a tough loss, you have to deal with it. But, you know, Callaway's in a bad spot because – I don't think he can succeed here. Uh, he clearly has not done a good job as manager. But at the same time, look what he's handed with this bullpen. I mean, he just doesn't have a lot of But does it inspire to. you that Dave Reagan is hired? The guy's 82 years old. I well, mean, doesn't that worry you in the least? Of course. I mean, and I think part of why they like Callaway is he's a guy they can control. You know, they kind of are running everything to the front office. I don't think Callaway has a lot of say in what's going on. And he kind of made a comment, I think, last week. He's like, you know, look. This is these are my best guys. I have to go to them. I've tried different things. There's really no one getting the job done. This bullpen is atrocious. You know, they signed Familia and he was terrible and now he's on the injured list. You can't go to Lugo every single day. Uh Diaz, you know, you they overworked him for a period. They just don't really have the answers in the bullpen right now. And it was supposed to be this pitching staff as a whole is supposed to be a strength. And I just don't think Callaway he was put in a bad spot. He's not done a good job, but at the same time, he doesn't have a lot to work with. And I'll keep saying it. The, this is going to continuously be a problem until the Mets' ownership changes. It all stems from the top down, and you've seen it in real life. When you look at businesses and you wonder, why does that business fail? It starts with the ownership. And until the Mets' ownership changes, which doesn't look like it's going to happen soon, it's going to be the same thing. It's always an off-the-field issue. It's always something. Always with the no, Mets. No, I agree with that. Look, when you're winning – those interviews are easy. When you're losing, those interviews get harder. And I think that he probably was knew he, he screwed up and the guy hit a pressure point and he exploded. And look, do I blame him? No. Does he need to make it right? Yes, and quickly. Because you can't lose the reporters. Once you start losing the reporters, he won't last a month. Dude, they'll eat him alive, especially in New York. Yeah, and he's already been criticized a lot in the articles of when he is going to be let go but a big problem with the Mets is probably why they hang it on is they don't want to pay another manager I mean I think he's got what a year and a half left so if you fire him you got to pay him that money and then you got to bring in someone else so that is the biggest problem for the Mets is they operate like a small market team you could tell me whatever their payroll is and where it is it's misleading you know this team doesn't do anything to make the team better they have all these little band-aids and like oh we signed this guy we brought this guy in and we're trying and it's just not the answer they just don't have the right culture i mean think about it jeff mcneil and pete alonzo were two guys who were not guaranteed roster spots going into the year i know if todd frazier and jed lowry were healthy we they don't even write they're not playing. i know it's crazy isn't that crazy that is so true if you really think about it the chance of alonzo starting the season with the mess i would say it would be like 10 percent. even though he would hit the ball in spring training and McNeil has been sensational. I agree with that. But, you know, right. And they go, I said to you at the time, you liked getting Lowry. I didn't understand getting Lowry. I'm like, you had McNeil. Why do I need Lowry?
Yeah, I, I had no problem with it because it wasn't expensive, and Lowry was good last year. The last two years, he's actually stayed healthy, and now, obviously, it hasn't worked. So I was okay with that because uh, I think Lowry, if he was healthy, would have hit. But the problem is they were, what moves were they going to make? They weren't going to spend big money. That's the problem. And, you know, they had to take Cano if they wanted Edwin Diaz. And Cano has just been an absolute disaster, man. He, he just is terrible. He's and terrible. this always happens with the Mets. They always get a second baseman past their prime. By no, no. I mean, Alomar, he's, he's really bad. I mean, the, the, do you know what? Do you know what I, I'm telling you? I compare it to like Sean Alexander bad. Remember when that guy was great for Seattle and it just dropped out of nowhere? Cano, it's just dropped out of nowhere. I mean, there are guys still in their late 30s who are hitting. This guy doesn't even look like he can find the ball anymore. Well, he's 36. So, I, you he's, know, and that's the he's thing. He's done, that, dude. I think you're starting to see that more, though. You're seeing a lot of these guys in their mid-30s be done. Miguel Cabrera. Oh, and he's I, done. I, and, I know, and I know Cabrera came at 18, 19 years old, so there's a lot more wear and tear. Joey Votto doesn't look good. A lot of these guys, 35, 36, unless they're a DH. Like David Ortiz was the DH. So Can I ask you a question? Do you think Cruz? it's because they're not taking the stuff? I don't know, man. Uh, I think so. I think that they're I, – I really believe this, and I think if anybody's honest, because I think back in the day these guys could go to 40 and 42, and now that they have all these drug tests and all these up urine in a cup, these guys are, are failing. Their bodies are failing in the late 30s. I don't know. Pujols is staying healthy. I mean, he's not the same player, but he stayed healthy. True, but he was always more of a workout guy than Cano. Cano was never in the shape of Pujols. Neither was Cabrera. Pujols was a rock. Well, I think with Cabrera, I think it's just wear and tear. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a back, and he came into the league at 18. And but Cano remember, could be PG, remember, dude. Cabrera never got injured for years, man. Right, right. No, it's true. Yeah, but I, th could... I think you're going to see guys, I do, I think 35 is going to be the starting point where you may not want guys if if all the drug testing is is legit. And maybe a little earlier, man. I think you, you – I mean, we're seeing it. It's a it's a young guy sport now anyway. You want all these young players, as many guys as you can. So uh, I do think that is a, a factor to take into account is, you know, to kind of yeah. – Yeah. I mean, these 34, 35-year-olds, you have to really think twice where you're drafting them. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that, you know, this year, more, more now than ever, we saw guys, young guys, be brought up early, look at the Padres, look at the Mets. Maybe they're going to have to do that. If, they, if you can't bring in a 33, 34-year-old guy to last you three months, it, 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 you're just going to have to bring him up younger and pay him earlier. Yeah, and, you know, everyone has been so cognizant of the service time thing, but I think you got to bring guys up now, especially if you're trying to win. And obviously the Mets were trying to win going into the year. They thought they would be competitive, and I had said it. I thought the Mets could compete. But it was going to be one of two ways. They were either going to be really good and compete or it would fall apart and be a disaster. And they're headed towards the disaster part. And the other thing with the Mets is it, their starting pitching has not been great. You know, right. like Syndergaard has not been as good as we thought. DeGrom, DeGrom has been fine. DeGrom was but good. Not, but not like last year. Yeah, but did anyone expect him to be like last year? You, always, you year? always expect it like last year. Even yeah. it's, it's unrealistic, but you always expect it. You no. want it. You want it. Yeah, I, I had an ERA, what was it, 1.77? Right, but so you're like, all right, I'll take a 2-2. Two, two. You know, you're, you're like, all right, I'll, I'll take you, a little regression. No. See, you cannot be upset. If you drafted DeGrom this year, you can't be upset. In today's environment, he's got a 3-2-5 ERA. You can be a little upset. No, I paid can't. like $38 for him i'm not getting my 38 dollars worth of value okay well you shouldn't have paid 38 dollars for him you, of course you had to because there's no, only five good pitchers that's not true obviously we're seeing it now 
But, I mean, okay, DeGrom, first of all, the season's not over. DeGrom has a 3.25 ERA and a 109 whip and a 30.6%. He's been very good. He's been very good, but he hasn't been last year. Agreed? Well, you you cannot expect last year. He had a 1.70 ERA. No, right, right. You couldn't expect it. But, right, but I'm saying could you expect a 2.4 going into this and he year? he still might get there. Okay, that's true. But he's had some bad outings. He's had outings that could, in a points league, he's had some outings that really hurt me this year. But every pitcher up top you could say that about. No, that's true. Look how bad Chris Sale was for the first six right. weeks. And even and Verlander's been really good, but he's given up a lot of home runs. Bauer obviously has struggled. Walker Bueller obviously has turned it around after the slow start. And that's not a surprise because they basically didn't pitch him in the spring. But Look, fantasy Bert- baseball, I think the landscape has changed, Adam. I think pitching has really changed this year. Well, I mean, a lot of it is because of the juice ball. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that it's guys are going up trying to hit home runs, and I think that pitchers are devalued. And, you know, some might argue, I want to get a pitcher early. I could argue that I might not take a pitcher for the first six rounds next year. Uh, I mean, we kind of do this every year in every fantasy sport. We kind of overreact. Uh, still, if you have Scherzer this year, he's been good. The, the, pro- the problem with Scherzer and DeGrom is the wins. Right. But, I mean, look, all the top pitchers, uh, most of them, a lot of mid-round picks for agents, Giolito, Ryu, Montas before the suspension. Garrett Cole's been really good. Right, but Giolito probably wasn't even drafted in 70% of leagues. Right, but you also had to act early to get him. Like, Correct. I, I saw something, and I, but I was still only able to get him in two leagues. I know, well, because people are dying for pitching. All right, when we come back, we're going to take a look at some fantasy football. I've got some interesting over-unders we'll discuss when we return right after this. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, So we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's PointsBet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free Risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today.
<laughs> All right, put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid where you receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com backslash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you are in control. Go to FanDuel.com backslash grid, open your new account, and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, I want you to call 1-800-GAMBER, G-A-M-B-E-R, 21 and over, New Jersey only, eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. All right, let's take a look Wait, at by this. by the way, yeah. two, two things I want to address. Number one. The Knicks were fined for violating the NBA media policy. Did you see that? No, for what? They did not allow the Daily News access to their post-draft press conference on Friday. I never liked the Daily News anyway. Well, I'm I mean, joking. you can't do that, man. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it's amazing. The, 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 the <laughs> did Frank Casola say something mean? Did he do something wrong? Uh, I don't. Is he even with the Daily News anymore? No, he might be with the Athletic. Yeah, and he does stuff. Uh, yeah, he's not. Um, but, I mean, he obviously commented on it. But, yeah, I guess obviously they don't like the daily news. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the Knicks, the Mets, uh, fun times in New Dude, York. Dude, I, well, I used to read the Post. I never read the, read, read the daily news. I read them all. As someone who was in the media, I just kind of felt like, you know, he had to be on top well, of everything. It's funny you said that. You know, I grew up in the same apartment building as Dick Stockton and Leslie Visser. Okay. And they used to sit in the co- coffee shop across the street from me. And they would literally run us. New York Times, New York Post, Daily News, USA Today, they'd read them all. And they would just flip them back forth to each other. Yeah. I mean, you know, especially when you're in the broadcast, you know, you're trying to get as much information as possible. Remember, they're not there every day. The reporters are. So that's the way yeah. you get your information. Obviously, now the, it has changed and we have different ways to go about it. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention was because you just uh, mentioned the thing with gambling is you know, you got to hedge on some of your bets. Like, I had Golden State plus 514. The DraftKings Sportsbook did a special on May 14th, and I was like, I got to hop on this. Then I hedged it by putting some money on Toronto. So That was smart. Yeah. I mean, so I know people are learning about sports betting, but when you do something like that, I think you should hedge. I mean, some people like to go all in. Like, that St. Louis Blues better. Did you see that one? No, he, but that was he a good bet on bet. the Blues to win the cup. I think in like January, because remember the Blues at one point were the worst team in the NHL. They were the worst team in the NHL, and he was offered money for the ticket. Even when they lost Game Six, he said no. Wound up winning like six figures on like a cheap well, bet. When we watched action, and of course Jeopardy, James, do you know where a lot of these guys have made their money on these on these prop bets? Right. They make a lot of money on that. Like, uh, didn't the Vegas Dave make money in the Kansas City Royals uh, making the World Series? Yes. Crazy. Yeah. All right. I and mean, the key is to find, you know, try, and, try to find a, a way to exploit things and find uh, where your strength is and take advantage of it. All right. Let's take a look at some of these over-unders here. I've got some in for professional football. So the Dallas Cowboys, over-under six and a half touchdowns for Amari Cooper. Uh, I like the over there. I do too. And look, shouldn't that be an easy over? When we think it's easy, look, well, it's never oh, easy. man, there was something recently that I saw. I can't remember now, and I was like, "What? Are you kidding me?" And then obviously, it wasn't as easy as we thought. But yeah, look, I I like Cooper. I I really was not have not been a big fan of him in fantasy the last couple of years because I felt like 
against elite corners, he would get shut down. And a lot of it is, I don't really, I don't like Derek Carr. I just don't think Derek Carr's a good quarterback. And if you look at the splits between Carr and him and Prescott, I mean, it was night and day. You know, people criticize Dak, but he clearly had a good rapport with Cooper. They have a running back in Ezekiel Elliott who draws a lot of attention. Uh, I think I would take the over there. I mean, the, the one thing you worry about is I still think Dallas is a run-first offense, although I'm hearing a lot that Kellen Moore is going to open up this offense. I don't know about that. They're a run-first offense to me, and they only have the one. I mean, I like Gallup too, but nah, Gallup's I need good. to see I like Gallup. it. I need to see it. Nah, I we did see it. I'm, you know, people are going to be like, oh, well, Cooper's there. Gallup's numbers went up. When no, I like forward. Gallup. I'm, I'm in on Gallup this year, but I, I, look, he should get any number one receiver to me should get eight touchdowns. Well, he had, okay, and six and a half, he's had seven in each of the last two years. And so that's one, what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, and in one with Oakland, he had seven in 14 games in a crap offense with a bad quarterback. And last year, he made the transition in season, which is never easy for a wide receiver. Never easy. I mean, we see wide receivers change teams in free agency and get an entire offseason, and they struggle. And he had to do it in the middle of the season, and he performed very, very yeah, well. Did, so did. I agree. I, I, like the, I like the over there. All right, let me give you the next one. New York Giants, over under five and a half starts for Daniel Jones. Oh, this is this is. A... Did you see that Daniel Jones played on the same basketball team as Grant Williams growing up on an AAU team that was coached by Jay Billis? No, I did not see that. Yeah, I was watching the draft with my son, and Grant Williams was selected, and they show a picture of him as a youth kid playing with Daniel Jones. That just goes to show you how good how great athletes these guys are. Yeah, for I sure. say, I say. Under. Really? Hmm. Because if Eli, well, there's a rumor that Eli's arm is shot, dude. Yeah. That he can't make those too. passes. Did you see that? You see those yeah. tweets that they did? And that, that ball's like hanging there. But I don't know. I kind of lean over, but I don't feel great about it. Like, I wouldn't pluck money down on that one. When do you, ben do you bench Eli? You just bench him week six and say, you're done? Bye. See you. Thank you. Uh... Where do you bench in week 11 when you're 2-9? Two and, two and nine? Look, it's a tough call, but he's, he's not the future. He's not coming back another year, right? So, But Daniel you, Jones is raw, about? dude. He's raw, raw, raw. But don't you want to get him some time? If he, I, want, just, I, want to get him I want to get him time on the bench. <laughs> well, I mean, they clearly – well, I guess it also depends on where they – well, they, they could be tanking too. Tank, but they're not tanking for Tua, which I would much prefer. All right, Philadelphia. Over, this is an easy one here. Over under 3,500 passing yards for Carson Wentz. I take the over, 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 over here. Why is that number so low? I don't know. This hmm. is on ESPN. Uh, wait, so this is, this is their number or is this a Vegas number? No, these are just questions that they have. Oh, NFL okay. over under predictions. Thirty two picks uh, for fantasy and win I was about to head to the sports book and put money down <laughs> on these. All right, you got me, Doc. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the over. I know he hasn't uh, been over in the last two years, but I got to. I guess there is some risk with the health because it was a back. But if he's healthy, man, you know, with the back weapons, and a knee, there's a knee and a back. Yeah, it's true. You I'm know, still over. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going with full health because when that guy's healthy, he's really good. He is. I don't – do you see yourself drafting him this year? Yes. You would take yes. him as a top 10 quarterback? Yes. Because mm. I like the team. Okay. I like the spot. I like the team. I like the coach. The Redskins and the Giants' defenses are horrific. 
So you just Dallas. I don't know worries if the Redskins me. is that bad. They they have some personnel. We talked about this. I thought you. I know, but it could take it could take a year or two to gel there. Could take a year. It or two could. To gel. I mean, Giants I guess they're awful. not. A, as of right now, they're not a defense that you say, "Oh, I'm worried about." But right. I do. Think right in a year, in a year, I might be there legit. But right now, I'm a little. I'm suspect. I would take Wentz. Yeah, I would. I think I could win with him. I do too. I just think that he might be creeping up the board a little bit too much. I, look, I won't take him as the seventh overall guy, but I'll take him as ten. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I would take I would take the over on that number. I could see why they put that number though, because the last two years he hasn't gotten there. I know injuries are a factor. I I usually like taking my quarterbacks between rounds ten, nine through twelve. That's when Wentz is going to go. Uh, in our format, yes. Right. So, all right, Washington Redskins over under eight and a half starts for Dwayne Haskins. Ooh, I probably take the over. Yeah, me too. I'm taking the over. Case Keenum stinks, dude. I mean, what does yeah, that say ha- to all your Redskin fans when this guy by week four, when they're one and three, aren't you be calling for D- Dwayne Haskins? Yeah, for sure. I mean, what's the point then? You know, you want to get this guy on the field and get him some reps when you know you're not going to be competitive this year. All right, Chicago. Let's go NFC North. Over under nine and a half sacks for Khalil Mack. Doesn't have to be an over? Yeah, I got to take the over. All right, here's a better one. Over under 1,030 and a half rushing yards for Kerryon Johnson. 1,030 and a half? I'm taking the over. This is a team that wants to run the football. They've made it clear. Uh, they want to play that boring style. Uh, every Lions game last year felt like it was two hours and 40 minutes. But uh, what about C.J. Anderson popping up there? Is that who he worry you at all? Does Kerryon Johnson only get like 16 carries a game? Uh, is he going he too high in drafts? He's going like the early fourth round. Um, it's probably someone that I wouldn't target there, uh, especially if I have two running backs. I don't see the need to do it. If I go one running back, two receivers, I'd consider it, but probably not. Uh, but I do think he gets over 1,000 yards. I think they – you know, he was good last year when he played at 5.4 yards per carry – had the injury, but I think they want to ride him in this offense. So I think he gets over a thousand yards. Well, I'll, I mean, all had, right, had, six, had sixteen games, sixteen year. games, fifteen carries a game is two hundred and forty, right? Times four yards a carry is nine sixty. I mean, that's yeah, if he I gets that. Yeah, and I think he'll be over four yards a carry. So right. yeah, I, I, like t- it, I take yeah. the over. Green Bay Packers over under nine wins for the Packers. This is a very intriguing team. Uh, could this be a push? Could this be nine and seven? It could be a push, man. Um, you got Minnesota, who I think will have a good year. They kind of Chicago. Like Chicago should still be solid. Uh, I don't think Detroit's that good, but you know. Uh, you want Aaron Rodgers this year? Do you want Aaron Rodgers this year as your quarterback when he plays Chicago twice and Minnesota twice and Detroit twice? I don't know if I want him, dude. Well, and you got to pay for him. That's the problem. You got to take him as a top five quarterback, and you, both of us are not doing that. We're, we're not. Give me Wentz over Rodgers. Give me Wentz over Rodgers. You'll have him ranked higher? No, but I'm not, ta- I'm not taking Rodgers. How about that? I'm not taking Yeah, Rogers. because Rodgers is – if you want Rodgers, you've got to take him as a top-five quarterback. Man. Right. But he plays those defenses. He plays six, six games against teams who really play defense. But should it really matter for a guy like Aaron Rodgers? If you think yeah, that- yeah, because you, who's your second receiver? Uh, I think it's Valdez. Geronimo Allison? Okay, but does Valdez. that make you – do you feel woman fuzzy with that? No, but at the same time, can, 
I don't think Aaron Rodgers was as bad as he was last year, and we know there was dissension with the coach. Um, so a lot's going to You don't think depend. there's going to be dissension this year with Matt LaFleur? It could be. I mean, uh, I know he's already made some comments about the offense, so that, that's the thing with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. That's why I think the Packers are one of those teams where it could go really well or it could fall apart. I don't know. I really don't. How do the Packers not call Aaron Rodgers in and say, are you on board with this hire? How do you not do that? Well, yeah, especially since you know how he is as a, a yeah. person and, and his attitude and what happened there with McCarthy, which we knew was a problem for a while. And then all of a sudden, all the details spilled out a couple months ago in that article. So, yeah, I think that uh, that, that should have been done. You got to make sure he's should. on board, man. Right. I mean, if this guy, this, Matt LaFleur, honestly, if you get, if I'm in Vegas right now and there's a bet of who the first coach is that could be fired, I, I have Matt LaFleur very high. Very high. That would be a quick exit. <laughs> quick exit. That's a Steve Wilkes exit. All right, Minnesota, over and under 15 and a half total turnovers for Kirk Cousins. Between fumbles and interceptions. I'm yeah, taking the take over. the over, yeah. I think Kirk Cousins sucks. From uh, real life or fantasy? Right. Both. Both, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had him last year, and he was a disappointment, man. Uh, especially Can you win a league with Kirk Cousins? Um, I'll say yeah. I think you can. I don't think you ideally want him. Do you know how many touchdowns he had last year? What's your guess? 28. 30. Doesn't yeah. feel like it, right? No. But <laughs> a let lot me of ask it you came that. early. Here's the, here's the concern with them. That's a team that clearly wants to run the football. They I want... know, but the, but they're not meant to run the football. Seriously, that's a what? team that should not be running the football. When you've got Thielen and Diggs and Cook, why are you running? But that's why they got rid of the offensive coordinator, and you saw what they did in the second half is they ran the football. I know they uh, drafted a lineman or two. But that's the issue there. And they don't really have wide receiver depth, though, after Diggs and Thielen. There's no, not but much you've got – that is absolutely true. That, what you just said is absolutely true. I think that was their biggest flaw. You know, you didn't need Irv Smith as badly as you needed a third receiver because Laquan Treadwell stinks. Yeah, he is not good. And Dalvin Cook, I don't – see, I think when I look at Dalvin Cook, he's like Devonta Freeman. You give that guy 20 carries a game? I want to give him 20 touches a game. I, th you, oh, I think Cook will be good this year. Right, but don't you want to give him 15 carries and five receptions a game as opposed to 20 carries? Well, yeah, I want to throw him. The, I want to get him involved in the passing game for sure. Right, right. So I'm saying, aren't shouldn't they be a pass first team? Well, I think most teams in the NFL should be pass first. I mean, that's the way the game is played, and I want to get my running backs the ball in space in the passing game. I mean, that's right. a very high efficient pass play. You're getting one of the most talented athletes on the field away from the line of scrimmage with the ability to create in space. But if you called Mike Zimmer on the phone right now, if we had him on and we say, are you, what type of team are you? Don't you think he'd say we're a run first team? Yeah. I think, I mean, it's clear. We saw what they wanted to do in the second half. That's exactly what they did. They went more with the run. It was cook. It was Murray. Uh, we saw the numbers for Diggs and Thielen go down. It's what they want to do. I know, but I think that it's, that's the problem. I think they don't have the right identity. No, well, I, I think they should, you know, I don't, I don't feel like a lot of the run first teams are very good. They're terrible. You think the Detroit Lions are winning more than six games this no, year? No, I, I don't think they're a good team. I don't like what All they're right. doing there. I will give you a dollar if you can tell me the, re the, the Vikings third and fourth receivers outside of Laquan Treadwell. BB is one of them, right? 
Good for you. That's one. Uh, Treadwell. Damn, who's the other guy? Uh, damn. Not They don't have Charles Johnson anymore, do they? Jordan Taylor. Oh, okay. I was impressed you knew BB. Yeah, I was. I heard that he was uh, looking really good in the off-season workouts. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have come up with those two names. I wouldn't have. I would have come up with Treadwell. But I mean, well, yeah, we playing, all know. We all know Treadwell. <laughs> Thielen, Diggs, Taylor, BB, Treadwell. Oh, that's awful. That's awful. Yeah. yeah. Imagine Diggs or Thielen goes down too. Ugh. Oh my God! What would they do? Uh, two tight end sets. Irv Smith. Here we come. I don't know whether you can trade Kyle Rudolph. You yeah. might need him to to desperately. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't think they trade him now that they sign him. Although, I have to. I, I think that contract's misleading because a lot of it's not guaranteed. Well, he, oh, he got a four year extension. Yeah, right? four. Yeah, but how much of it's guaranteed? They could probably easily move on after this year. That's the one thing. When the NFL contracts, you have to look at that. How, how much is guaranteed? Because a lot of oh, times, so like if they, they cut him, it's like nine million, and they, that's all they have to pay. Right. So the four years is misleading. I think people look. Oh, they got him for four years. He's not going anywhere. No, it doesn't mean anything. You got to look at the guaranteed money and how much they owe if they bail out. That's why the NFL contracts we talked about this. It's terrible. I mean, but do you really, but they may really go with a two tight ends, set. two tight ends, two receivers, one running back. That makes sense. Right. Especially if you're going to run the ball a lot, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. All right. One hour on the books. Second hour underway with Adam going solo. Be well. Take care. See you tomorrow. Full-time fantasy back right after this.